Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Why watch that sneak peek? We have a sneak peek for you. (laughs) Sneak peek. Yes, the critic and I got a chance to see this movie way back in Sundance in January of this year. It it premiered. And it's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. (laughs) And you're thinking, what kind of title is this? Well, you'll find out when you watch the movie how it got its title. It's on Netflix, and yes, this is the Ted Bundy movie that Zac Efron is in. Now, first, before we get into that, it's directed by Joe Berlinger, uh, Berlinger, and it's written by um, it's written by Michael uh, Weary, but Elizabeth Kendall also wrote the book Mm. um the phantom prince my life with ted bundy now what are you thinking here well yes i did say zach efron was playing ted bundy yes again i said it Lily collins is playing his longtime girlfriend and we also have a ton of other people showing up namely john malkovich and you'll you'll find out i'm just like first of all john the the accent secondly Mm what um along with a ton of other people we'll talk about um uh Haley, where is he at i don't even see him on this list no, I don't know. osmond he's in it as uh there he is as uh liz's co-worker slash well i won't say what that is i'll just say liz's co-worker i don't want to ruin it yeah um again this is from liz's perspective this is his longtime live-in girlfriend uh, while Ted Bundy was murdering women, he had a committed relationship. I don't even know how that works, but you, critic, you're going to walk us through this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not laughing at what really happened here. No, no, but you can at this movie. <laughs> so, spanning from the late 1960s to the late 1980s, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile, chronicles how Ted Bundy, yes, again, played by Zac Efron, insinuated himself into the life of Liz Kleffer, played by Lily Collins, as the ref said, as he carried out his infamous serial killings. The perspective of the movie is from Liz's vantage point. Remember, that's what the ref told us. We know what she experienced while with Ted and what she would have potentially known about Ted. So for instance, You don't see him carrying out the killings because she doesn't know how he did it. Only when he lets her into his evil doings does this film go there a little. Now, of course, the question is, how did Liz not know that Ted was who he was for so long? How did she not know? (laughs) Well, he charmed her at a bar. Then she invited him back to her place. Uh Uh-oh. But after her young daughter's babysitter bursts out of the door when they arrive... Liz assumes that Ted wants nothing to do with her, especially since it's the late 60s. 
However, Ted's reaction surprises her. And the way he treats her and her daughter seals the deal. Now, of course, over time, Ted doesn't just charm her. He also charms another woman who ends up having his child, among other things. But this doesn't sit well with Liz, who may not be as unaware as she seems, depending on when you are in the timeline. Plus, on a criminal front, Bundy doesn't simply give in when he's caught by the cops multiple times. Mm. And you know how this ends. So, Ref, do you want me to continue or would you like to chime in? I'll just go ahead and say this. Mm -hmm. When we saw this, uh, we were able to see it again at Sundance and it was the world premiere. And Zac Efron was talking about his experience. I'm not going to I'm not going to give it that away because I think Mm -hmm. if the press didn't pick up on it, we're not going to. But he did express like there was somewhat of a removal of the Ted Bundy, the gruesomeness of Ted Bundy, and then the Ted Bundy who's in this movie. So there's two different Ted Bundys going on because remember, the same director also admonished everyone to look at the documentary that he did on Ted Bundy. That's also on Netflix, which I hear is very, very disturbing. I know you critic have got to do some snippets and dipping in that. Um, this is not that movie. So we have to warn you as listeners, if you're looking for like just the gruesomeness and the, and the, and the vile sense of who this man was, it was removed even in that talk. And then when it, when the movie played out, you can see that it, this is more about the charm of Ted Bundy. This is how a man like that can actually, um, swayed hundreds of women and especially the the woman who he spent his entire most of his his serial killing career with um zach efron i get you know he's charming i don't think they gave him enough to do here again he was just being more charming than to actually i i didn't want to see him kill anybody of course not but i just didn't I think there was more that they could have given him. Lily Collins really does play a freaked out woman. I mean, she (laughs) did a good job of just holding her ground with that. Uh, John Malkovich playing the judge. At first I thought, really? And then I thought, okay, that makes sense. Especially when he gets to deliver a certain line that I alluded to. Okay, it's John Malkovich. And then um, Haley Joel is absolutely the quintessential, like, man who's just trying to keep the woman he loves from being hurt so the acting okay overall it was felt very soapy it felt like i hate to say this but i felt like it could be on another network yes. primarily for i won't say that network but where you go to just binge watch chick flicks so to speak um overall i don't really need to see it again i wasn't mad that i did see it but i just i don't think i need to see it again Yeah. And I'm going to pick up right where you left off. Uh, It belongs on a TV network. Okay. Outside of its attempt to present a different perspective on serial killers, there's nothing that notable about it. I mean, it's fine. And there's an ending scene that showcases a tuned in Lily Collins. I will say that. 
Yes. But otherwise, there's not much to say. I mean, you know, Zac Efron, he's fine as Bundy. He's a star, after all. But unfortunately for him, there's archival footage of the real Bundy at the end of the film that doesn't yeah. quite square with his performance. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There's a mania to Bundy that was notably absent from Zach's performance. Right. Except for when he spooks a dog at a kennel. Yeah. You and that dog scene. Well, I mean, because I was like, there it is. It was, who, I mean, who was on set? Wake up. You got to whisper in his ear. Oh, that's the role, by the way. Anyway. So with that, also, there wasn't enough time spent on Bundy wooing Liz. Yeah. And you can tell that from my synopsis. I mean, look, if you want the audience to be in her shoes, then you have to give the audience time to be seduced by Bundy along with Liz. Make the audience squirm a bit as a result. That's how you can do it without showing the killings. But that doesn't happen here, so it's hard to empathize with her, which brings me to this point. If you're a huge fan of either of the two leads, then you probably won't mind watching this, but you might want to wait. Yeah, for Netflix. Wait until Friday. Don't. I don't know if it's going to be in theaters, but I wouldn't go there. Otherwise, why go through the trouble of watching a movie about Ted Bundy, regardless of the perspective, that's nothing special? Mm. So you can, again, as the critic said, catch extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. I mean, the title, it doesn't even match. <laughs> On Netflix this May 3rd. And uh, listen, go at your own will. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.